This is Matt. This is Seth. Welcome to The The Unbroken Unbroken Net. Net. This is a podcast where we're going to share with you some ridiculous ideas. Yeah, and who cares if you believe what we believe? Just think for yourself. That's all we're asking. Hello, welcome to this episode of The Unbroken Net. We're going to continue into 1 John today, finishing off the third chapter. Uh, So actually... Matt, if you can read, I think we're starting at verse 16. Yeah, 16 through the end. By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. But if anyone has the world's good and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. By this we shall know that we are of the truth, and reassure our hearts before him. For whenever our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart, and he knows everything. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence before God, and whatever we ask we receive from him, because we keep his commandments and do what pleases him. And this is his commandment, that we believe in the name of his Son Jesus Christ and love one another, just as he commanded us. Whoever keeps his commandment abides in God, and God in him. And by this we know that he abides in us, by the Spirit whom he has given us. Mm. So I noticed one thing, just overall. Uh, He says, by this we know, a Mm. few times. Three times he does. Three times. That's interesting. Yeah, it is. The first one he says, by this we know love. Yeah. And then he he uh, says that that we he laid down his life for us. Mm. And of course talking about Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um And then so what that that when he mentions love in this context he's really talking about the love that's willing to give it all. Mhm. And lay it all down. To go the distance. Mm-hmm. And, and then he actually says that we should, we ought to lay down our own lives, or lay down our lives for the brothers. Yeah. Now, who are we laying down our lives for? He says the brothers. You know, that that's the question, right? Who's your brother? And in my worldview, in my perspective, my brother is anyone with two eyes that's looking at me. Mm-hmm. So... Well, who did Jesus lay down his life for? That's right. Who was who were his brothers? Mm-hmm. Even those who put the nails through his hands and feet. Yeah. Even said, Father, forgive them. Yep. For they know not what they do. So then, essentially, we should be doing the same. Um, uh, that's, a, that's a hard one, right? <laughs> How do you compare? And... Perhaps uh, in military life or in a tragic situation, you can literally lay your life down for another person. But most of the time, as he goes on to explain, it's a matter of comfort Mm -hmm. and it's a matter of uh, sacrificing the the goods you have, the things you have, not not being selfish with what you have, but but selfless. Right, because right after that, he kind of talks about 
acting in love. Mm-hmm. Like we, after he says we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers, he says, but if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? Yeah. So then it's really, it sounds like he's talking about acting. That's correct. Like putting your best foot forward and, and acting out of love. That's that, that's right. So then um, he also mentioned God, God's love abiding. Mm. So is that what, so then kind of seems like a parallel between how we should act towards people is also how God would act towards us. Yeah. And once you know that love, how do you, how do you not give, give it in return to another? Uh, Perhaps the only person that will show them that kind of love is you. Mm -hmm. And that love changes our lives. Right. And he's saying, uh, he's essentially saying that, um, well, we know that Jesus was uh, God incarnate on Mm -hmm. this earth. And how did God love everyone? He laid down his life. He says in the beginning of this, and then he, he goes on to say that we should do the same. And if we do that, then his love is biting in us. Um, and then he goes on and he says, don't let us, let us not love in word or talk. Um, whoops. Mm. I think that's what we're doing here. Well, I mean, you, you talk about it and it's, it's, it's not only is what we should say. So don't be a hypocrite. Don't say one thing and do another. If you say you love, then love. Back your words up with action. Yeah. Yeah. I wish he did, or at least maybe not in this translation, but I wish he did say uh, not only, but he just, he doesn't mm. let us not love in word or talk. Yeah. I, I think that maybe there's some, you can get puffed up from just talking about love. Well, how many times have people from churches say, we love you, but. You know, mm-hmm. and then the actions don't feel like love. Uh, I know that firsthand. And it's it's really sad when uh, we, we say that we love and then we don't back it up because what kind of example are we giving? Uh, Jesus was God incarnate, but God is in you, too. And you are here to represent who you believe God is. You were made to be in his image and after his likeness. Mm. And so as we go about and we say we love, we should be saying that we have the love of God. And the the love that we show forth is God's love. And that's just what it means to be a Christian. It literally means a little Christ. Uh, we're, we're following in his footsteps and doing everything he did and even greater things than he did. Mm-hmm. So as we go about our lives... If we say that we love, we better act upon it. And, you know, it's it's not just writing a check to a charitable event or whatever. It's when you see that person on the side of the street crying, stop and talk with them. You know, when, when you see that person who is uh, just rummaging around for cans or whatever they can get, help, help them out. You know, maybe give them your cans or 
or give them some of your time and help them look for cans with them. Mm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> he does also say that he talks about in deed and in truth. Mm. Truth. How do you love in truth? Well, you're honest, right? Mm -hmm. You're, you're genuine, you're true, you're pure in your, uh, character. Mm. You know? Yeah. I would, I'd have to agree with that. Like, um, if you're not being truthful about who you are or honest, then are you really being loving to that person? Cause you're not really letting them know who you really are mm -hmm. and you're not letting them into your life and, and, um, I mean, love is a, it's kind of a give and take, I think. It really is. Mm. But I kind of have a hard time. I feel like I almost struggle with this. And, and like, I always feel I don't do enough or just that I, I don't give enough or I don't help enough or I don't love people enough. And, mm -hmm. um, and I think that's kind of what he, he mentions in, later in the passage where he's talking about our hearts condemn us. Yeah. But, um, and yeah, so what he says by this, we shall know that we are of the truth and reassure our heart before him. So he's kind of saying that if we are doing these things, we should, our hearts should be reassured. Mm -hmm. And then for whenever our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart. So, I mean, that's what I kind of feel like my my heart's con is my heart condemning me because I feel like I'm not giving like I should or, or well well maybe your heart does because we all need to receive love right and oftentimes when we give love it's it's in reciprocation to uh, a harm or a hurt that's been done when we think about the way Jesus gave love while he was being crucified uh, those people's hearts should have condemned them for what they were doing. And yet he gave that love anyways. And we get to learn from God what that's like. We we go about and our hearts condemn us, but he gives us love anyways because he's greater than our hearts mm -hmm. and he knows everything. Right. And he, I think it's interesting he said, when he does say God is greater than our hearts and he knows everything. So he knows, he knows what our hearts are like. He knows mm -hmm. what how um how much love we are showing or well you mentioned earlier how sometimes we we kind of hide part of who we are and we don't share it with other people mm -hmm. and the reason at least in my experience the reason i've done that is out of fear that they will not love us that they will condemn us or that they will be displeased with us but god is not like that because he knows everything mm. He knows every moment of every day. He's like Santa Claus, but bigger. And he does not condemn us. Mm -hmm. There is no condemnation. You you hit the point that I was going to say right on the head. He, John never says that God condemns us. Not once. He, he says we condemn ourselves. Mm -hmm. That our own hearts condemn us. Yeah. But then actually the, the way out of that way through it is by God being greater than our hearts. Mm -hmm. So when someone does you wrong, you can be greater than their heart and love them despite the wrong that's been done. Mm. 
and so he he kind of continues with this thought of um, condemning like he mm-hmm. says beloved if our heart does not condemn us we have confidence before God that's right so so what what does that mean confidence before God because we don't have condemnation towards ourselves we have a clear conscience hmm and when you have a clear conscience, there's no fear. Yeah. You know? Hmm. So then, so we have that confidence that we're living in the truth. We're living in love, in deed, love in deeds and in, in truth. That's correct. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, so... He, he mentions we ask if we ask we can we will receive because we keep his commandments this is interesting right yeah because there's a lot of things we ask for that we don't receive why is he even saying that why is he talking about I, asking and receiving I don't know point? but it, it reminds me I think it's in James uh, he talks about uh, you ask and receive not because you ask wrongly mm. and what should we be asking from God um, you know, Jesus told us about our daily bread and forgiveness um, and for his, his kingdom to come and his will to be done, uh, those kinds of things. And mm. oftentimes we ask for material needs, and, and there are times when we genuinely need something, mm-hmm. you know. But oftentimes, uh, if we're content, there's not really much that we need. And what should we be asking from God? We should be asking for strength and courage to live a truthful, honest, and loving life in all that we do and in all that we say. Uh, and when we ask for those kinds of things, he gives them to us. Mm-hmm. He, he gives us, uh, later on, he talks about his spirit. Mm-hmm. And by his spirit, by that, by that word of God that dwells within that still small voice, uh, we have we have the capacity to do what's right, right. And well, and he is saying he's also saying that we keep his commandments, and and then what is his command is to love God and love each other. So if we're if that's what we're doing, then our prayers and our asking is going to probably be more for becoming more loving or to actually pray for somebody who's in 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 uh, trouble or mm-hmm. just praying in in a, a heart of love and, yeah and God will answer that yeah prayer I agree hmm. and then okay so then he says uh, he's now he brings out um, and this is his oh well actually th- he does say and this is his commandment yes he does so actually so he says that we believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another. Yeah. So what is it? I mean, I know we believe in Jesus Christ, but I think it's deeper than that. I think it is. Um, I mean, anybody can believe. Yeah, there was a man named Jesus, and they called him Jesus Christ. But it, there's there's a lot deeper to believe in the name. Yeah. And the name could be, well, I think it's more than just the name Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, those five letters that, that make up that name. 
it's it's more than that. It's his character. It's it's his uh, you know the way he lived. It's it's his resolve. It's it's who he actually is. His nature. His character. His his uh, reputation. Mm-hmm. You know, and we 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 believe or we have faith in or we trust in the character and nature of Jesus and in the character and nature of God. Uh, we mm-hmm. trust that He doesn't change, that He's the same, and that we can be just like Him. Right, and and Jesus was also. I mean, we also believe that Jesus, Jesus Christ is God and we also believe that Jesus died on the cross that he he went that far to, mm-hmm. to show us not not I mean sometimes we make this schism between God the Father and God the Son and I don't like that he he in believing in, G, in the name of Jesus Christ believing in Jesus means that we believe that God would care about us so much that he would He'd let us torture him essentially, and, and put him to death. Yeah, put God to death. Mm-hmm. And he still says, "Oh, well, I forgive you." Yeah, and that's that's pretty wild. Yeah, that is wild. Uh, another thing, he doesn't just say that we believe in the name of Jesus, of His Son Jesus Christ. He says, "And love one another." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like how he added that. Yeah. I mean, he's this whole whole letter he's been just talking about love, 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 love. Love. And <clears throat> we love one another. We love love the brothers. Um if a if a brother is in need, help that brother. Mhm. Um I don't know where I was going with that. But but I do like how he 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 also says, I think it's kind of um, showing another part of what it believes to, what it means to believe in the name of Jesus Christ is to love one another. Well, yeah, because uh, remember, it's it's believing in that uh, character mm-hmm. in in the in the life that was lived, in the life that we are now living. Uh, the same Spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells in you. We live the same way that he lived. In fact, earlier, that's what he says, that we should uh, walk in the same way in which he walked. And as we Mm -hmm. believe that he walked, so we will walk. And if if we believe that he walked in love, then we will walk in love because we're following in the same pattern that he set for us. Mm -hmm. I mean, he commanded us to do that. I mean, he said, Love one another just as he commanded us. Yeah. And that's not a command like do this or else. That's a command of, by the way, this is what you get to do. Mm. You know, we get caught up in the things of the world and in the deeds of the flesh. And we, we live lives that are subpar and unsatisfying. But when we live in love, uh, we're satisfied. Mm. We're content. Uh, we have no condemnation in our hearts towards ourselves. Mm. Uh, we're actually free instead of being in bondage. Mm-hmm. We have life. Right. So if we don't, we, if we're not following these commandments, that it's really, it's really a, a, a step 
or uh, steps to to a fulfilled life or commandments um, are, that bring you to God abiding in you or um, because he says whoever keeps his commandments abides in God I said it backwards yeah but that if so if we are keeping these commandments we are abiding God which is what I believe is a fulfilled life like you're saying mm-hmm. that um, that we find life mm. we no longer are dead in yeah. our, our dead in our trespasses that's right because we figured out what it means to live mm-hmm yeah sin is dead I mean uh, yeah sin is dead yep sin is death sin is death and sin is dead mm-hmm. uh, when we miss the mark we're walking in that that lack of life right you know it's not eternal life it's death when we sin Mm. When we walk in love, we have eternal life. We're living in eternal life. Mm-hmm. We have peace and contentment. Right. What more can you ask for? And I'm going to redeem myself. He does actually say, uh, he says, whoever keeps his commandments abides in God and God in him. So I, yes. I just got, I just left out the other half. Yeah. Sorry. Well, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, Mutual, I'm sure, according yeah. to White Christmas, right? <laughs> um, it's it, the the two go together. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that he he just says that God abides in, or we got abide in God, and God abides in us, and then he says, and by this we know that He abides in us. <laughs> he says it like a almost a third time. Yeah. But there, there's evidence. It's not just words, oh, God is in you, and you are in God. Mm-hmm. But it's, by the way, here, here's the proof, here's the evidence. Mm. You have a spirit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, well, he does say, the, by the spirit who, whom he has given us. That's right. Mm. The spirit, is, he's talking about the Holy Spirit. Or, well, that's what we've defined it as in uh, Christian history. Mm-hmm. But how, how, or it, is it even like our own spirit? He's given us our own spirit. I, I think it has a lot to do with that. I think we are spirit. I think, I think we are spirits living in a body. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not our bodies. We're, 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 we're a spirit. We're a soul. We're an eternal being living in a vehicle. That's getting us through this lifetime. Mm. But we are actually a spirit. And later on, next week, we'll talk about different kinds of spirits. Because we have to test the spirits. Mm. You know? And so we have the still small voice, but that's not the only voice. You know? Mm-hmm. But as we listen to the still small voice, that's how that's what I describe it as. Um, it's evidence. It's proof. Mm-hmm. We know it. And I know we're going to talk about it. Um, yeah, I'll leave it for next week because we'll, we'll talk about the spirit. Mm-hmm. Tune in next week because we will be talking about testing the spirits. Uh, so, that, I mean, we're at the end of passage here. We're pretty much out of time. Um, any closing remarks for you, Matt? You know, it's, it's really important to reassure our hearts. Because we go through life and we have doubts 
And oftentimes we can be afraid of our doubts, but I think our doubts are what leads us to our confidence. Mm. You have to doubt something. You have to try something. You have to test something to make sure it's genuine and true. And, you know, that's for each person to do on their own. And it'd be nice if we could just have a priest wave, you know, some incense over us and sprinkle some water on us and say, all right, you have confidence before God now. But that's not really enough. Some ritual is not enough. Some prayer is not enough. Isn't that kind of what we're looking for, though? We want, we want some validation from somebody else. And if you want that validation, find someone in need, meet the need, and look at the face. They'll show you validation. Mm. You know? That's yeah. the, that you'll should feel be it in your spirit. You'll feel it. You'll see it. You'll know it. Um, e- even if the person doesn't respond in the right manner, you'll still know you've done the right thing. Mm. You'll have that confidence. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I agree. So I think this is a topic we're going to continue next week. Yeah. Talking about sp- the spirit and, and uh, how we communicate with others other spirit other uh, other people's spirit mm-hmm. well we do appreciate you listening this week and uh, if you did enjoy today's podcast we ask that you give us a thumbs up just that you like like this episode and then uh, if you really liked us go ahead and click subscribe on the podcast platform you're listening to us on and we will catch you next week take care bye now <laughs>